everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm the hands behind Lovecraft Crochet, my plush user for the anxious, depressed, autistic, and neurodivergent. Small enough to travel in a purse, backpack, diaper bag, or even your pocket. You can check out my Facebook page or TikTok to see what patterns are available, and stay tuned for the new ones coming out. I also make hats, scarves, blankets, and dice bags for the tabletop gamer or dice goblin in your life. Feel free to order through the page, TikTok, or via email at love.craft.crochet.com. Now, back to the segment. Due to the graphic and disturbing nature of the crimes discussed, listener discretion is advised. Retrostatic Radio presents Killing 15 Minutes. Hello and welcome to Killing 15 Minutes, where we will give you your serial killer fix in 15 minutes or less, or your podcast is free. I'm Sam Rossi, and shortly I'll be handing a poorly written synopsis of a serial killer to my brother, who hasn't read it, on a serial killer he's most likely hasn't heard of. This should be fun. Good luck, bro. Thank you, sister. Eddie Leonsky was a member of the U.S. Army and serial killer that strangled three women in Melbourne, Australia in 1942. Leonsky was dubbed the Brownout Strangler after Melbourne's wartime practice of dropping the electricity. Did you really have to phrase it, dropping the electric, dropping the electricity voltage to conserve energy? I was really stoned when I wrote this, so yes, yes, I did, because that's just how I know what brownouts are. They drop the electrical voltage because it's just to save energy. Just say they cut power. Eh, because they weren't cutting power, they weren't doing full blackouts. Oh, they weren't full black? Well, no, that's why they dropped the voltage to make them brownouts. I thought brownout was just, they closed, they did blackouts to specific sections. So no, those are rolling blackouts. Oh, the more you know. <laughs> he claimed he killed the women to get their voices. Ah, what are these guys? Yeah, yeah, very Ursula of him. Leonsky was born in 1917 into an abusive ad- alcoholic family. Take a shot. One of his brothers would be institutionalized. One of his brothers would be institutionalized. According to later shrink analysis of the mother, according to later shrink analysis, the mother was overprotective and controlling. It is believed that he committed symbolic matricide. Born from his resentment and hatred of his mother. He would be drafted into the army in 1941, as a lot of people were, and arrived in Melbourne, Australia on February 2nd, 1942, after the U.S. had officially joined World War II. Ivy McLeod, aged 40, was found dead on May 3rd, 1942, in Albert Park. She had been beaten and then strangled. Her purse was found with her, ruling out a robbery. Then there was Pauline Thompson, 31, who was found six days later strangled after a night out on the town. She was last seen with a young man with an American accent. I wonder who that was. Gladys Hosking, Gladys Hosking, 40, was murdered on May 18th. While walking home from work on, while walking home from work at the chemical, 
while walking home from her job at the chemistry department at the University of Melbourne. A disheveled American man had asked another woman for directions, covered in mud and seemingly out of breath. This description matched the individual Thompson was seen with on the night of her murder, as well as the ones from a woman as well as the ones from women who survived other recent attacks in the area. These survivors and other witnesses were able to pick 24-year-old Leonsky out of a lineup of American servicemen who were stationed in Melbourne. Leonsky was arrested and charged with these three murders. Leonsky's crime was committed Leonsky's crimes were committed in Australia. However, the trial was done under American military law as he was a serviceman at the time. Yep. He confessed to the crimes and was convicted. Sentenced to death at a general court-martialing Sentenced to death at a general court-martial on July 17, 1942, General Douglas MacArthur himself confirmed the sentence on October 14, and a board of review upheld the findings and sentence on October 28. On November 4th, MacArthur personally signed the order of execution. Leonsky was hanged on November 9th at H.M. Prison Pentridge? Yeah. Leonsky was hanged on November 9th at H.M. Prison Pentridge. Leonsky is the first and only citizen of another country to have been tried and sentenced to death in Australia under the law of their own country. That was a quickie. I had to do it. After the Red Ripper, I needed some... Uh, some, some light work? Some light work. And uh, Eddie Eddie was weird. Eddie is the uh, one of... I believe he is the only one uh, person to ever have Douglas MacArthur personally sign his execution warrant. Well, I assumed being the head honcho at the time. He, he didn't do it. His uh, chief of staff usually was the one to sign off on those. Yeah, fair enough. But then again, this was also... A unique case. It is a unique case. He is. So it's very easy to have a little bit of a personal touch when it comes. But, but uh, he he. Uh, by the way, I figured out what the HM star. What HM stands for? Yeah. What? I can't remember. His Majesties. Oh yeah. Because he was killed before uh, King George died. He, he was uh, If it was after King George died in nineteen fifty something. So, luckily, it would have been, him and her starts the same, so... That is why it's H.M. is Her Majesty's Penitentiary, you know. Yeah, it depends on when it was built. Is it actually dependent on when it was built, or who's based in on charge? who's in charge. Okay, fair enough. At least that's what I always assumed. I never looked it up, and it, and it makes the most amount of sense. And so, that's the fact you learned today. <laughs> Learn something but new! I do find it actually very interesting because I would love to see a breakdown of this leading to something like um, uh, military, like I believe military police were still a thing in 1940. Oh, yeah. To some extent, like not in the same. They, there was not the NCIS or the uh, CIS or the AICIS, Army Criminal Service. Yeah. I think it's Army Criminal Service. Or JAG uh, and know, or anything or, or, like that. And, well, no, they had JAG because lawyers have always been a thing. Well, yeah, but I don't think JAG I'm, has an office of... 
Well, JAG is for the Navy. Well, yes, but I'm talking in general. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, cause, uh, but each branch has its own little specialty Well, but that's thing. what I mean. It's like, if cases like this, and again, this is just... I'm not If there's sure. an episode later on that has us talking about, you know, something similar to this, and we'll, we we'll actually have more. this information, then you'll know why. But I, I wonder if something like, especially this, because while, yes, uh, court martialings have been a thing, you know, the uh, uh, Code of Military Justice, stuff like that. It's been a thing since the start of... Well, I'm a, it's probably gone through some iterations, and it probably didn't start off called Uniform Military mm-hmm. Code of Justice, no. or... But you got to think, for, military, uh, for the U.S., ours, uh, part of ours is based off of British Code of uh, code of Justice and Code of... Uh, uh, of uh, honor, the honor code, and all that shit. Yes. No, I know, and that's why I'm thinking it might be interesting because I'm assuming the reason that it was under Australian law, despite being he, they, they, they had to court martial him and everything like that. But he is the, from what I understand, he is still the only person to be executed in Australia based on their home country's law. If that makes the most amount of sense. It does. So he they, he was tried in Australia, by, uh, but it was all American, you know, Amer- unlike now, I'm pretty sure if, say, Australia wants to go after a, you know, some guy who, you know, somebody. Someone who strangled the hooker. Strangled the hooker. No offense to the three women. Leon's no, 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 no. Especially since one of them was a college professor. Yeah, the chemistry department, I assume. Yeah, she, she, you know, they were all educated women. That none of them were, you know, hookers or anything like that, from what I understand. Right. But it, uh, but, but it was also the forties. And but anyways, so if now, if someone now, did it, I believe if I uh, more if than I, likely, since it would probably depend on where he did it, where he did it, what our what 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 our treaties all say, yada yada yada. There. Yeah. But um, he'd probably be uh, court-martialed, and then he'd be dishonorable discharge, and then be it, a civilian through. Or depending on how, uh, depending if he was still active, he would end up in military prison. Well, but I'm not. Possible. I don't know. Last time we've executed somebody officially, military-wise. Nah, politicians are the only one who are allowed to do that anymore. I know, right? Anyways. So, what's the next one? Is it going to be another light military shunt? No, I think the next one is a uh, unsolved murder. What is the next one? Timothy Spencer. Oh, you're going to like him. I know about the Southside Strangler. Tune in next week, folks. Have a great day, guys. Doses. Killing 15 Minutes is hosted by Arthur Carey, with scripts written and researched by Sam Rossi. If you like this episode or want to stay updated on this series, consider following Killing 15 Minutes on Patreon or Retrostatic Radio on all major social media platforms. Good night and God bless. You're watching Retrostatic Radio.